0: Welcome to Word Connect with Pastor Maxwell Ogaga A teaching ministry where believers are trained to be established in the truth of God's word For more information and free downloads, please visit www.thepastormax.ng Glory, glory, glory to God. Amen Thank you Lord, thank you Lord Our expectation will pull on the anointing of God Amen. And so, everyone here is at uh, a different level of receiving. Amen. amen. So, uh, well, when people, when people uh, say amen or scream or do something, don't look at them weird because you're trusting God for something. Come on, are we on the same page? This is faith conference and it's also a Holy Ghost meeting. Amen. Amen. So when people say amen at a a very loud pitch, if you need to change your seat, you can. But I I will say amen loud if I'm trusting God for something and I'm receiving it. (laughs) Okay. I said I will say amen loud if I'm trusting God for something and I'm receiving it. Praise God. Uh, I know we, we are a very quiet church But in the next three days We're going to be a very noisy church Because we're receiving answers to our prayers I said because we're receiving answers to our prayers Because God is actually shifting our lives Changing our stories Giving us jobs And I don't think if God is doing so mighty works in our midst We'll be quiet No, I don't think if God is prospering us the way we know that He is going to prosper us, we will be quiet. So, the anointing of God is going to come on our knees, glory to God, and things are going to happen. Are we together on the same page? Are we believing for the greatest manifestation of the glory of God in our church in the next three days? Are we believing for incurable diseases to be healed in the next three days? I said, are we believing for incurable diseases to be healed in the next three days? Are we believing for some people that have been struggling to get jobs, to get some supernatural employment? Are we believing that our church is going to grow supernaturally? Then we're on the same page. Glory to God. Don't hang around an unbelieving person in the next three days. Nothing is impossible with God. Come and I said, Nothing is impossible with God. You know the kind of friends you should have right now? They are friends that when they see you sick, they can break the roof of the house and drop you at the feet of Jesus knowing that you're going to get healed. You don't need anyone to have a pity party around your head these few days. You're not a victim, you're a victor. I said, you're not a victim, you are a victor. Hallelujah. Nothing in your hands is dying. Amen. Nothing in your hands is going down. Amen. No disease is remaining in your body. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you. Thank you because I'm anointed to teach. Thank you, Lord, because I'm, your people are anointed to receive. And thank you, Father God, because in this next days, you have placed an anointing in my life for the needs of your people to be met. And I pray, Father God, as, that, as they lay hold on that anointing by faith, it goes to work in their bodies. Spiritual laws are set in motion that cannot be reversed. And in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, they have answers to their prayers, healing in their bodies, finances in their bank accounts, and supernatural breakthrough for them. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. Praise God. So I'm going to lay foundation today. We're talking about the law of words. The law of words. I'm going to lay foundation today. That we're going to continue in the next three days, and uh, I know that God is going to do some very good things. I'm telling you, I, I'm, I'm excited. I've got my list of expectations. Praise God, and 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 I'm so excited. First of all, when we say the law of words, what what's a law? What what's a law? Okay, so there are two ways you can look at it first thing, you can look at the law from a natural perspective which is a law that governs a country, so Nigeria for instance has got laws, a constitution 99 constitution and all of those constitution that guide the land, so you can see on one hand, those are the laws of the land but I want to look at it more from a scientific point of view, okay so I'm primarily not a scientist uh, so I'll just say a few things Scientific laws Are principles That can be used To predict the behavior Of a natural world So scientific laws are principles That can be used to predict the behavior Of a, nat- of, of a natural world So um, Scientific laws are predictable Scientific laws Are predictable Okay Now Scientific laws... I mean, uh, in science... This is just a, a bit, okay? Just to give you foundation. So just follow, all right? In science, you've got facts, you've got laws, you've got hypotheses, and then you've got theories. Okay? But the laws are basic... Um, they're basic things that are fixed that helps the scientist to be able to produce things. Okay? So if there are no laws, uh, the scientist won't be able to produce anything. So for instance... You've got the... Uh, there are set, certain laws that are very common, okay? Just take it like first science class, <laughs> all right? We'll get into the word, okay? There are certain laws that are very common. What's, what's the most common law? Gravity. The law of gravity, all right? Are you here? Yes, okay, the law of gravity, all right? And what's simply the law of gravity if an object is thrown down? What, what's going to happen? It'll come down, Okay, so if an object is thrown down in bonnie, what's going to happen? Okay, it won't come down. Because you guys are strong people. Alright? It's going to come down. If it's, if it's done in worry, we know worry not the Kailas. But what's going to happen? The Kailas then. It'll come down. If it's done in Asia, what's going to happen? It'll come down. So what that means is that a law would work anywhere. Because if it will not work anywhere, then it's actually not a law. So when we talk about the law of words, whatever I'm talking about the law, fix it into words. It means that man's word will work anywhere. Okay, we're talking about the law of words. We want to understand what is law first. Now, we'll come back to the law of gravity. There, there, there are other laws, okay, but I won't go into deep teaching of those laws. But then there's the uh, Archimedes principles of, of flotation. Okay, the Archimedes buoyancy theory which helps um, scientists to produce submarines. Understanding that law helps scientists to produce submarines. So they don't just produce submarines by imagination say, I just think we should produce a ship that is underwater. You can't assume. Because if you don't understand the law that governs flotation, you would not be able to produce something that gets into the sea. Right. Now you've got the uh, Newton's law of motion. All right. Okay. So what's the first law? Every object assumes a state of rest until an external force comes upon it. Even if you didn't go to school, just say it. It is correct. That's the law that makes everybody look like a scientist. All right. Now, what that means is understanding that law helps scientists to produce. Right? Let's come back to the law of gravity. So the law of gravity helps us to understand that if an object goes up, it comes down. Now, understanding that law, there are other laws around the, uh, surrounding that law which helps us to be able to produce our airplanes. Okay? So you've got got to understand the law of gravity, the law of lift, the law of trust, and the law of drag. So if you know the law of gravity, the law of trust, the law of lift, and the law of drag, you will be able to know that if I start an airplane and I go at a specific speed, Right And at a specific force, at a specific velocity, when it gets to a point, that airplane is going to be able to go off the ground. What has happened is because I understand the law of gravity, and I understand the surrounding laws around gravity, which is the law of thrust, drag, and lift, I can be able to produce an airplane. Now, production of the airplane is not not what uh, amazes me. What amazes me is the exactness with which a pilot flying from Boni will be able to tell you that, well, we will get to Lagos in one hour, ten minutes. How come that pilot is so exact? Why do you think that pilot is so exact? Why do you think so? Because he went to school? No? Why do you think he's exact? Because of what? The law! He knows the law! So with the law, they have been able to produce a machine and with all the law's factor together, they've been able to predict, to be able to create something that is predictable. I need you to follow this, okay? This is the foundation. What that means is that if we understand the law of words, you can actually stand in this place in your life that it looks like is messed up and tell yourself, you know what, in 10 years, this is where my life is going to be. And what will give you that guarantee is that you understand the law of words. That if I keep saying certain words right now, over a matter of time, I'm going to leave this destination and get to where I'm going to. And you will be as confident as the pilot. You will not just say, my life will get better by the grace of God. You know, as we are going, God no go shame us. Those are statements of spiritual irresponsible people who have no idea how the laws of God works. You see, it looks nice. It looks like you are humble, but actually, imagine getting into the plane and then the pilot say, um, "Hello, my my name is Captain Maxwell Ogaga. Uh, well, we are flying to Kenya, but by the grace of God, we know that we are going to arrive there. I'm not sure when, but God no go shame us. We will get to Nairobi. How many of you think? Uh, how many of you think that you are going to be like now? Raise your hand and say, sir, I know I've paid, but let me come down.'" <laughs> Come on, how many of you think so? How many of you think so? But how many of us say that about our life? How many of us just sit and just say, God, no, go shame us. God will do it. No. When a man understands the law of words, he is exact. You see, you, <clears throat> you need to get this If you understand how the word of God works How spiritual principles work There are things you will not be bothered again about Because you know that you have them factored Praise God I'm going to use airplane a lot To, to teach what I'm teaching Right? Now I realize something Okay? When you're riding your bicycle You, you ride with your natural eyes Huh? Yeah? OK. When you're driving a car, you drive with what? your natural eyes. How many of you think that the pilot flies with his natural flight eyes? Huh? Don't think so. It's the wrong thinking. What does the pilot fly with? Huh? The radar, navigational instrument. So listen, listen carefully. The pilot... Um, this is introduction, okay? So we're introducing the class. Huh? The pilot never flies by his feelings. How many of you have gotten on the airplane and you saw very thick clouds? You know, some people don't listen to instructions when they get on the plane. How many of you, when the pilot is talking, i just busy bedding. I'm hey, fly, let's go, Joe. I'm late. Right? I always listen. I'm always very careful to listen to the pilot. Because if you listen to the pilot announcement, you will know when there will be turbulence on the air. So sometimes, you'll say, oh, we're, well, we're flying to so Nairobi, uh, clear skies, up until, so, 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 and so, the light wind will try and make the flight comfortable. I know that when we fly for like two hours, we're going to hit some turbulence. By the time you are getting close to that time, your mind is already ready. You know what I tell me? If the pilot knows that there is turbulence, they have already told him how to overcome it. So I'm, I'm relaxed. All right? But some people will not listen. Hey, yeah, I'm flight, yeah. to will be And then they hit the turbulence. And then they are holding the chair. Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. You know. You know, I was flying one day. You know, I hardly speak my local language. But I was flying one day. And there was a guy. He was from my town. I didn't know. You know. So, I mean, he was there. bulky guy sat down. And then we are going through this turbulence. It was really heavy. That day it was heavy. And the guy was shouting, Jesus. Jesus, You know what Jesu means? Jesu in my language means Jesus. So that's how I knew the guy was my brother. That turbulence revealed his nativity. Right? Now, if a natural pilot can factor in turbulence and still give you the exact time you will arrive, how much more the God who says, I know... The thoughts that I think towards you. They are the thoughts of good and not of evil that you might have unexpected. And ladies and gentlemen, your life is going to land in a good place. Yes. It, it, it doesn't matter what you're going through right now. It's been factored into the plan. That challenge has been factored into the plan. That situation has been factored into the plan. You don't move by your feelings. You move by the radar. You look at what is written. What is written is what gives direction to your life. Your feelings will deceive you. You know if you are just flying, I mean if you have flown sometime, if you are just flying, flying, you can think that you have arrived at the place. You know if you are going by feeling, the pilot just thinks, I think this place looks like canoe. I think this place looks like canoe. You know you can land on water. I mean there was a <laughs> the time, I think there was the US, we are flying from, I was going to maybe... I don't know which state I was going to. But I, m- most times when I'm going to a new place, I kind of like read around the place. Sometimes understanding gives you confidence. You, you know why you're afraid and the pilot is not afraid? The pilot knows what you don't know. Immediately the plane gets a bit of turbulence. Your mind is, hey, I didn't write my will before I left. You are thinking death, right? The pilot is not thinking that. He knows what you don't know. And that's why you see, I mean, I, 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 I salute air hostess. How somebody says my job is to get on the plane every day. And people are doing that for 20 years. I mean, I I celebrate them. They really, uh, I can't do that. (laughs) You know, but then so we're going through this city and obviously it was surrounded by a whole lot of water. And then the airport was very close to the water. You know, so when we're about to land, I was looking out. I saw water. I saw water. I saw water. I saw water. And then to make matters worse, the pilot was not saying anything. You know, sometimes when a plane is about to land and the pilot says, the man didn't say anything. I just said, God, (laughs) what is this? You know, because I didn't have an understanding of the geography. I didn't have an understanding of our route. What happened? Fear came into my heart. You see, fear gets into the hearts of people when they don't have an understanding of the plan of God for their lives. When the plan of God for your life Is deeply rooted in your life It doesn't matter what's around you Faith is going to come forth So Lord makes pilot To be able to produce things exactly Now I'm talking on the microphone Right? I'm not talking on a big microphone But yet it's amplified Everybody can hear me Right? What, why, why is that? The laws. The laws of science. So if you understand how laws work, what will happen is you can begin to produce things. Now let's look at this. Now we're talking about the law of words. We're talking about the law of words. Three things are when you talk about laws, three things are constant. Number one, a law is universal. A law is what? Universal. Number two, it applies to everyone. So, whether you are a brown pilot, whether you are a white pilot, whether you are a golden pilot, you have to fly by the laws. That's why one of the first things they do when you get into an aviation school is to teach you the laws, it teaches you how things operate. Then, number three, it is constant. It is constant. Laws are constant. That means tomorrow it will still... Now sometimes some laws can... More things can be discovered with, um, about it. And then it can, it can actually uh, be developed upon. But there is a level of constancy in it. That means it can be dependent on. A pilot can stake his life on the laws. Knowing that we know this law. Praise God. Are you still here? It's like when you enter those direct flights. Maybe a Delta airline. line. Uh, Delta Airline from Lagos to New York is doing eleven hours. I mean, the first time you are thinking, <laughs> how will they have fuel for eleven hours? You know, you are thinking because you know when you come from that petrol station mindset, you, you know what I am saying. That you know, when you drive from worry uh, from from to worry, you have to fuel, right? And then you drive from. So I mean, you, you, you understand that that's like the mindset, and then you now realize that, no, oh, this plane can even go longer and they've got all the fuel and they've got all these things in it. Understand it. I want, you to, to, I want you to grab something from this conference. I don't want you to leave this conference and begin to look at your life half hazard anymore. There is an order to your life. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Your life can be predicted. You're going upward and forward alone because God is making His laws available in your life. Somebody say glory. glory. Yeah. Yeah. So the laws are constant. Let's look at this. If everything you said come to pass, would you be more careful about what you say? Let's think about it. If everything you said comes to pass, would you be more careful about the things you say? Mm. Okay, that's important. Over time our daily lives become the sum total of the body of words we consistently speak just like God let's look at the scripture let's go to hebrews chapter 11 verse 3 just make sure that you are just make sure you are you are in the service just just make sure because as I'm teaching God will be speaking words to you God will be giving you exact promises praise God God will be giving you exact direction and certain things are going to just be resolved. Praise God. Come on, are you here? Yes, sir. A- um, um, Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for. The conviction of things not seen. Take a look at that. The conviction of things not seen. Conviction of things not seen. Take a a look at that airplane example I I tell you. The pilot says, we are going to Kavanshan. And you are sitting in Boni and he says, we're going to arrive in Kavanshan in two hours. You have not seen Kavanshan. But when you are texting your wife or you're texting your brother, what do you text your brother? (laughs) Huh? Come on, where do you text your brother you are going to? For those who say the truth, because now people travel and lie. So we're talking to believers. I've been in cars, especially road transport. I've been on road transport once, and then you are asking us, "Where exactly are we going?" Someone in that car is going to Asaba. Somebody in that car, ah, I'm in Lagos now as we speak. I was in a car. We haven't gotten to Port Harcourt. Someone said, "Ah, traffic, oh, traffic." I've done near you. We we're, were one hour thirty minutes away from Port Harcourt. So we are talking about those who are believers who say the truth. Where are you going to text people? You're going to. You're going to Carpentry. But have you seen Carpentry? But how come you're telling people you're going there? What's that? What's the word for that? Conviction. You see, people do not have a faith problem. They have faith. They only do not have faith in God. Praise God. Those of you who are working, today is 24th. Between today and tomorrow, you are going to get your salary. Some of you have already told people, I'll pay you on Monday latest. What's that? That's fake. Some of you have borrowed money already. So some of you don't have salary. One of those salary owners. Those of you that are owing, you, you know that you don't have salary. So don't, don't, don't. say. And it's very bad. You just see the money coming to your account like, they will not pass. And those people know how to draw their money. They would have sent you... Sent you Text this morning. Happy end of month. <laughs> Just to remind you that I'm here, okay? But that's faith. So faith is not a difficult thing. You already have it. It's only placed in the wrong source. But the Bible says now, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. For by it the man of old gained approval. Verse three. By faith we understand that the words were prepared, mm, I like this, by the word of God, so that, look at this very carefully, what is seen was not made out of the things which are visible. Pay attention to that. Now, now there, there's, there, there's a theological understanding to this. The word words there is the Greek word aeon. It's not really talking about the cosmos. It's the Greek word aeon. And it means age. Age. Time frame. Season. I I need you to follow that. Okay? Season. Time frame. Age. What he's saying is that by faith we understand that the seasons or the time frame or the ages was framed by the word of God. The, 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 the word framed there is the Greek word katatizo. Katatizo means to repair, to adjust. And, and what he was trying to say exactly is that we know that the seasons, you know, that God worked in, Judaism and all of those seasons that came came about by the Word of God. That's one understanding to it. The second understanding, sometimes when people say, well, the word um, to frame means to restore, to put in order, to complete, to equip, to prepare, or to adjust thoroughly. I, 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 and I tell people this, right? The seasons of your life can be adjusted. The seasons of your life can be reframed. The seasons of your life, listen to me, can be rearranged. Ah, I like that. I like that. The seasons of your life, somebody say the seasons seasons. of my life, can be rearranged. How many of you would like to rearrange your season from poverty to prosperity? From sickness to divine health? From depression to a state of joy? And you can do it by the word of God. And look at what it says. It says, What is seen was not made out of the things which are visible. That means you don't need any visible thing to recreate the season of your life. You don't need to see money in your account to recreate a season of prosperity. You don't even need to see physical healing in your body to recreate a season of healing. What you need to create, you need an invisible material for it. And that invisible material is the Word of God. Hallelujah. Saints, the seasons of your life can be recreated. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You don't have to die broke. You don't have to die sick. You don't have to die, you know, depressed. The seasons of your life can be recreated, can be adjusted, can be put in order, can be mended, can be prepared for its intended use by the Word of God. And that's what we want to achieve in this conference. That we're going to put words in our mouth. We're going to put words in our heart. That are going to readjust. The seasons of our life. That are going to readjust. The seasons of our life. That are going to readjust. The seasons of our life. And I see your season shifting. In the name of Jesus. I I see your season turning around. In the name of Jesus. I see adjustments coming to your season. Glory to God. I a glory to God. I a glory to God. Hallelujah. That setting seasons in your life, seasons of darkness, seasons of period of depression, those seasons are going away because by the word of God, you are going to readjust those seasons. See, for some of us, the seasons of constant sickness is being dealt with forever. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now now then, go to Genesis chapter 1. Let's look at how God created the world. Let's look at how God created the world. How did God create the world? Genesis chapter 1. Thank you, Lord. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and void. So we we realize that there was no form Hmm? The earth was formless and void. The the Greek word there, it's tohubohu, it means waste and emptiness. The earth was wasted. It was empty. It was formless. There was nothing about it. And sometimes our lives can be like that. There are certain seasons in our lives, it's almost like, have you heard people say, I wasted my life? Huh? It's like my life is a waste. Well, it can be recreated. <laughs> I said it can be recreated. Yes. And you know the good thing about God? When God is done recreating your life, you'll look at your past and it'll be like, wow, you will laugh about it. Because God is going to restore to you the years that the pamperworms and the, can- the cankerworms and the worms have eaten. I'll tell you something, when God is done with you, your past will mean nothing at all. You know, people look at their lives and it's like, you know, I just wish God would just help me. You see, God doesn't just want to help you. God doesn't just want to patch you through life. God doesn't just want to get you through life in such a way that you manage to just get to heaven. You know, some people, the way they think they want to get to heaven, they'll just get to heaven exhausted. It's almost like, you know, when they just open the gate, they throw them inside and say, Hey, hey, we don't uh, and then some of your legs will still be outside And then Jamaica will say drag and drag and drag You know, people have that idea That that's how they're going to No, but the devil is a liar That's not how you're going home You're going home in joy You're going home in increase You're going home in prosperity Glory I said you're going home in increase You're not going home and say Ah, thank God Ah, thank God I've died ah, was that life I was living before? No, 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 no Paul wanted to die he says, to so be with you is more profitable. To be with the Lord will be more profitable for me. Okay, let's, th- let's look at this. Let me stay with you a while. That was a man who didn't want to die. But you know, that guy was a murderer. That guy killed people. But God had changed his life. His books will now up, make up 13% of the New Testament. The guy had planted churches. He had healed the sick. Miracles have gone on so much in Paul's life that Paul didn't want to die. He wasn't going to bed thinking, oh, I killed somebody. Hi. I killed somebody. Hmm. No, 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 no. Restoration is not restoration if your past still has a grip on you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Some of you think you will suffer a lot in this life because of the evil you have done. Well, hear the word of the Lord. Your sins are forgiven. You are now the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You can live the abundant life. There is no sinner too right that Jesus cannot forgive. Glory to God. We are, we are going to enjoy this life. We are go- Oh, somebody. I need somebody to hook up with me on this. We are going to enjoy this life because the, the favor of God is coming upon us. Are you hearing what I'm saying? We're not going to barely survive. We're not going to barely make it. I've come that you might have life. And have it how. How does God want you to have life? More abundantly go, to of God. Got to renew your mind. This is not the devil's world. It belongs to our God. Psalm 24 verse 1. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof and everything that there is in the people and all that is in the world belongs to our God. Glory to God. Enough of letting the devil's kids have all the good things in this life and we're struggling to just get ahead. That's not the plan of God. I said that's not the plan of God. Come and I said, that's not the plan of God. Amen. God's plan for you is not to be jobless. God's plan for you is not to be broke. God's plan for you is not to be depressed. You know, some of us scarcely have joy. We can, we can plot our joy map. Huh? We can plot our joy mark. We are happy maybe like seven times in a month. The rest days are days of darkness. Constant encouragement. It go better. Hmm, how we go do? It go better. Hmm, how we go do? It go better. Um, how we go do? I mean, you think if you live that way for the remaining seventy years, you will not die before your time? You know a lot of people right now. You go to the hospital. What are they saying? People have. Ulcers. Uh, and high blood pressure. You know why? People are so worried they are not eating. And what they are, what they are worried about, the word of God covers it. You know people just like, hmm, I'm getting old. Hmm, I'm getting old. Hmm, I'm getting old. Hmm, I'm getting old. Hmm, I'm getting old age becomes a concern. Then they can't eat. They lose appetite. So they go to the hospital. Worry gives them high blood pressure. Not eating gives them ulcer. Hmm? Now, God has now blessed you. You can't eat pepper. <laughs> so, what have you done? What have you achieved now? They now bring suya. They say, I mean, suya, I mean, church. We want to have barbecue. Suya, roast suya, put another pepper. They are, now, they are now washing your suya for you. <laughs> yes, he does not eat pepper. They not carry your suya inside like water with soap. I wash it, I wash it, we clean. I wash it. it, I now give you ordinary meat. I know they eat pepper. Why would you destroy your life before the blessing comes? It's not worth it. Now you have worried and worried and worried and worried and worried. They cook meat; they'll raise your own. You serve your soup separately. You now have two pots at home: pebbleless pot and pepper pot. And then the labor is pebbleless for daddy. All your things are tasteless. Now you have the money. Come on, that devil is a liar. That's not how God wants you. Come on, that's not how God wants you to get blessed. God wants you to get blessed. And you will enjoy the fruit of your labor. No sickness is staying in your body anymore. In the name of Jesus. That high blood pressure is going down. Never to come up again. Praise God. You're not blessed with a car. They can't own the AC. See. Don't kill your life through worry. God's got plans for you. Are you, hearing what I'm, are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes, don't, don't destroy your life before the blessing shows up. Don't gather sickness in your body before the blessing shows up. Let's see how God created. Genesis chapter 1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and void. And darkness was over, over the face of the deep. And the spirit of God was moving over the face of the waters. Verse 3, follow me carefully. Then God said, What did God say? You know, the, you know the, 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 the original Hebrew translation did not say, Let there be light. It says, Light be. Ah, God did not see the darkness. I see, Hey! Darkness. Huh? You know, God didn't describe the darkness. Do you realize God did not talk about the darkness? Do you realize God did not explain the darkness? Come on, we're talking about the law of words. Pay attention! Pay attention! Pay attention here. God did not try to explain the darkness. Some of us as masters, are explain our problem. We never talk to the problem; we just describe it. You know, sometimes you need to walk away from people who feel sorry for you. Hmm. Say uh, uh, just talk her. Problem I've shared problem I've solved. So you talk her again. I know you don't talk her before, but you talk her me, remove her from your mind. Remember, say, hey, my sister. Uh, so, yeah, and then you repeat the thing again. And then, you know, after the discussion, I say your own is your own is small. Your own is small. Say, <laughs> there's one woman like that in my former yard. Ah, that's how other that woman died. But thank God that you are alive. See, what will we do? And then the next day, he come back again. He says, I like you. Every time I want to pour my heart out, I just want to pour it. You are there to listen. You will die. <laughs> Jesus never said, pour your heart out. He says, speak to the mountain. Yeah. Listen, faith is not feelings. If you go by feelings, you will crash land. That's why I gave you the example of the pilot. Let's go back to the pilot. Imagine the pilot is flying and flying and flying and I say, "Ah, I think this is Ghana. <laughs> eh? I just think this is Ghana. See, then you know there are two pilots always flying. So I think this is Ghana. I say, what do you think? Say, I'm thinking so too. He said, okay, let's land now. See, you think we should land? See, I say, I feel like landing. He said, I feel the same way. Uh, you you will keep people. Are you hear what I'm saying? I, that's how some of us are living our life. We feel like just complaining. We will complain. We feel like... Do you understand? Anything we feel like, we voice out. Nobody dies except they accept it with their lips. I was reading a book before I came. It's called Confessing. It. The book was written in 1952 by a man, called and Loners. 1952. The guy said there was a, a guy in the hospital who stayed. that doctors thought he would die 15 years He didn't die. The guy kept saying every day, tomorrow I'll get better. Tomorrow I'll get better. The guy lived 15 years after the doctor said he would die. All this, I am tired. Stop it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? "Eh, I'm tired of this life. I'm tired of this life. I'm tired of this life. You will soon remove the wheel from the vehicle you are entering. Stop those confessions. Because we confess right in an atmosphere like this. But it is the confessions of our day-to-day life that build our life. You can't fly planes by feelings. Look at what God said. Genesis chapter 1 verse 3. Then God said. Go to chapter 4 verse 1. God saw that the light was good. Go to chapter 6 and verse 1. Then God said. Go to chapter 9 and verse 1. Then God said. Go to chapter 10, the last line, and God saw that it was good. Go to chapter 11, then God said. Go to chapter 12, last line, God saw that it was good. Go to chapter, uh, verse 14, sorry, then God said. Go to verse 18, God saw that it was good, the last line. Go to verse 20, then God said. Go to verse 24, then God said. Go to verse 25, last line. God saw that it was good. Go to verse 26. Then God said. Can you see that the way God created the whole earth was He said words. Then he saw. God, permit me, not correct English, but it will help you to understand. God did not saw before he said. He said before he saw. If you want to saw, you have to say it. Do you understand that now? Whatever you want to saw in your life, you must be said in it. What that means is, if you want to see good days, you have to say it. You don't see good days before you say good days. You say good days before you see good days. You say healing before you see healing. You see breakthrough before you see breakthrough. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Whatever you want to see, it must first come out of your mouth. Don't collaborate with the devil to destroy your life. Come on, are you here? Yes, Tell your neighbor what are you saying? Are you saying? Say it one more time. Say what are you saying? Are you saying? Say it one more time. Say what are, what are you saying? Thank you. What you are saying is what you we saw. God said, God saw. Follow me. Follow me, follow me, follow me. me. The first thing God saw in verse 2, go back to verse 2 is words. What was the first thing you can say God saw in verse 2? Genesis 1? What did he say? No, no, no. What did he see here? Or what do we see? The earth was what? So pay attention. Genesis 1 everything was created. What was God seeing? Look at it. Now the answer is that you can't fail this test yeah, so God was seeing what? formless, void, darkness. huh? That's what God was seeing. What did God say? Next verse. So that means, listen carefully, follow me carefully. Uh, come. John, come. come. On. You are black, so I'll call you darkness. <laughs> you are fair, so I'll call you light. Alright? So, light is behind me. I'm God. I should be God. <laughs> I can't give this dark guy God. So let's say it's darkness, right? So this is, so I'm seeing darkness. Right? I'm seeing darkness. This is what I'm seeing. But I don't want him. This is what I want. You know what people will say? Ah, this darkness is too. too. Ah, this darkness is too much. You are not saying what you want to see. You are already saying what you are seeing. If that is what you are seeing, why do you keep saying it? It won't change it. What you do most times when you complain is you are describing. God did not say describe the darkness, because describing the darkness does not improve the darkness. Rather, describing the darkness takes faith from you. But what did God say? God is looking at darkness, but then God says, John, where are you? God says, light be. The reality is that there was darkness. But the reality was not the truth he wanted. So he spoke the truth he wanted, listen to this, even though the darkness was still present. Somebody needs to catch this. The situation does not need to change before you speak the answer. You don't need to see the money before you say, I'm rich. You don't need to see the strength before you say, I'm healed. Are you hearing what I'm saying? While the symptoms of those sickness are all over you, you say, I am healed in the name of Jesus. Don't say, I don't know why this sickness is not going. You're describing, you're describing, And if you keep saying you don't know why it's not going, it will not go. That's exactly why it's not going. You know, some people take medicine and they are expecting the thing to come by. Say, let me try this one. And they try it, try it, try it. And then comes by. Say, "Mm, I tell you, I tell you, nothing works. No. No. While you're taking that medicine, you tell yourself, this is the last I'm going to take. The healing power of God is at work in my body to effect a healing and a cure. I'm healed already. Those signs are going to be obvious. Praise God. Now, come come back here a bit. Now, so he sees darkness. That's what God sees. But that's not what God wants to see. What God wants to see is light. So what God does is that he ignores, in a sense, what he's currently seeing to say what he wants to see. And God maintained that consistency of confession. The world you are living in today is a product of words. Go on, sit down. Thank you guys. The world you are in today is a product of words. Praise God, it's very scientific. How did both of them come out? Words.. That's how. how did you come for this conference? What? I said, We're going to have a conference 24 to 26th. Why do you think when they give birth to you, they give you a name? So that when that name is pronounced, you will turn around. That's why they shouldn't be calling you with whistles. That, that's not good. I mean, do you think that during your naming ceremony, they just give birth to you and they just say, We want to thank the Lord for. And then the pastor carried you and say, Father, we commit into your hands. We pray that as psh, it's growing. Yeah, when you hear certain things, don't turn back. You're bigger than that. Come on, I said you're bigger than that. You are royalty. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That's why when God wanted to change Abraham's life, he first of all changed his name. He, he made Abraham to say, I'm a father of many nations. I'm a father of many nations. He looked foolish. Most of us don't want to be foolish. But in foolishness is the faith. I said, in foolishness is the faith. People are seeing the sickness. And they say, you are not. I'm healed. You're not. I'm healed. You're not. I'm healed. healed." Glory to God. Do you realize that creation (laughs) is by words? If you want to build anything, tell us. Okay, well, for now, tell us you have stuff. But if you want somebody to build something for you, how do you talk to the person? You describe it, right? I want the arms to be like this. I want for ladies, I mean, I want butterfly you know, put butterfly ears I mean, I want the gown to be this and that. What you're doing is you're creating. But that creation is actually words. That's why when somebody comes maybe a carpenter comes and creates something for you, you did not tell him. What are you going to say? This is not what I told you. Because when you were giving him words, listen to this, you were empowering him to create a cupboard for you. So for instance, you tell a carpenter, I want a cupboard, I want three shelves on it. And then the carpenter comes and does two shelves. You tell the carpenter, I didn't tell you to do two, I told you to do three. Because your words actually were empowering him to create for you. That's what your confession does. When you confess God's word, you are empowering angels to create that reality. When you say I am strong, you are empowering strength into your body. Are you hearing what I'm saying? When you say I'm rich, you are empowering financial prosperity into your body. Your words dominate you. Glory to God. Are you still here? That's how God created. What are you creating? You see, that's why when people are quarreling, the atmosphere is tense. What are they creating? Angry words. goat, moo Camel. Pig. Hippopotamus. <laughs> and then everywhere is hearts. Are you hearing what I'm saying? What are they doing? They're creating an atmosphere. That's why if you go anywhere they are fighting, there's something tense about the atmosphere. Because words have been put out. Words are started by words. Words are ended by words. You know what the scripture says? Look at this. It says a soft answer. A soft answer does what? Turns away what? Wrath. That means that a soft answer has the capacity to change anger to peace. That's the power of words. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Somebody learning anything this evening? Come on, are you learning anything this evening? Are you going to recreate a new world? Come on, are you going to recreate a new world? world? you stand in that one room And in the name of Jesus You start recreating You start recreating You start confessing You start declaring Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes. When you stay in that batch And people are just saying oh, This batch I tell you You will not die there Just tell them When they are having Many future plans Batchel Batchel Stairs Association They say they want you To be the president That's the president Of an association You don't want to be You are a temporary member I thought someone Would say Amen I said you are a temporary member because you're going to own your own house. So you shouldn't be president. There are certain things you shouldn't join with your whole heart. People should know that your heart is not there. You don't just spread like you are not going to move. House are getting expensive. House are getting expensive. House are getting expensive. That cannot be your consistent confession. The Lord is supplying your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Come and I said, the Lord is supplying your needs according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Amen. Are you following this? You know, we wanted to start house fellowship and one of the things that has held us back where house fellowship is concerned is because, I mean, people are willing but they don't want to get people into their homes. Imagine if we had people with large enough homes who would have cell meetings. What do you think is God's will for us? To have cell meetings. Your prosperity is not intimidating God. Your increase doesn't intimidate God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Somebody get ready for increase. Oh, somebody get ready for expansion. And how do you do it? You recreate that season. Hallelujah. I said you recreate that season. How do you recreate that season? Don't describe the formlessness, don't describe the darkness. Light be. You say, like, be all the time. You say, like, be. Healing, be. Increase, be. Favor, be. You see, God was not negotiating with the darkness. Don't negotiate with life. Place a demand on what you want your life to turn out to be. Hallelujah. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Fruitfulness, be. Glory to God. Come on, are you still here now? Fruitfulness, be. Healing be. Increase be. Church growth be. But yeah, I'm seeing darkness. No, we don't say what we see. We say what we want to see. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Come on, I said, glory to God. You can recreate the seasons of your life. Let me show you a scripture. Go to Isaiah chapter 55. Thank you, Lord. Is somebody receiving anything here tonight? Somebody receiving some miracles here tonight? Your greatest days are here. I tell you, I said your greatest days are here. And as a church, we are soaring and increasing. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Isaiah 55 verse 11. Now, see this here. So we, my words be... That goes far from my mouth. It will not return to me empty. Without accomplishing what I desire. And look at this. Without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. Now, listen to this. When we read this all the time. Listen very carefully. Don't miss this point. Pay attention here. When we read this all the time, we always talk about God. And you're correct. God was speaking. But do you realize that you are now created in the image of God? Now listen. Listen very carefully. Pay attention here. Pay attention here. If you were not older than me, I would have said draw your ears. But pay attention here. Read the scripture like you are talking about yourself. Don't read it like God is talking. Are you created in the image of God? So the DNA of God is the same DNA you have? John chapter 1, verse 12 to 13. As many as... Believed him, he gave the power, exusia the right, the legal right to become the sons of God. Let's read, let's read this scripture like we are talking about ourselves. So let's read. One to go. So will my word be, which goes forth from my mouth, it will not return to me empty without accomplishing what I desire and without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. Now I ask you a question. All the words coming out of your mouth, If this happens, how will your life turn out? But you know what? That's exactly what's happening. All the time, you say things that you desire. Deep within you, you want healing. But the words you send out is that of sickness. So that word doesn't come back void. It accomplishes the reason you sent it. Listen, no word is idle. No word. You know, we always tell couples, myself and my wife we always tell couples, when you are quarreling, there are words you shouldn't say to yourselves when you are quarreling. Those words will come back and haunt you. Hmm? you, don't, you are, I know you are angry, things have gone, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. It might take years. It will come to pass. You know, in the realm of the spirit, time is not like we count time. You know like, ah, I'm 40. Hey, I'm 50. It is finished. You know the way we just come. You know, some of us have written our life that by the time we don't hammer at 40, it is done. Say, ah, which wish, wish, life First person get again. Because you know you, you, you soon die. I mean, people say things. You know, we laugh about these things. But we really should make our confession consistent with what we believe. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Do you know when God started working with Abraham, 75. Do you think at 75, anybody will tell you to set a goal? The only goal they would tell you to do is to go for your will. I mean, Are you hearing what I'm saying? You know what Caleb said? We we're going to talk about that on Sunday. Caleb said, give me this mountain. 45 years ago, God promised me this mountain. That man waited on God's word for 45 years. Then he said, I'm still as strong as I was before. You know, we have cultivated a culture of impatience. So, our faith is mixed with doubt because we're in a hurry. You know, have you ever waited for someone, have you waited for like 10 minutes for someone you were expecting to come? How, you know, sweat will be coming out of your palm, blood, have you ever experienced that? Maybe you are waiting for something, waiting for exam, waiting for your name to be called. Eh? Maybe you are an NLNG boat, they say you're on standby. You know, when, by the time they do this road, all of us will go on the road and kneel down and thank God and thank the road and kneel down and thank God and thank the road. You will just see, resident, thank the road. <laughs> eh? They now say you are on standby. Then you now hear the sound of the boats. They eh? Then you now hear names being called. You know, at that point, let's say you have exam. You know how? Where did all those emotions come from? That's to tell you the power of anxiety. Your body is working. You know, you go to the gym and you are sweating. And then you're anxious for five minutes and your body's sweating. It's like you're on the treadmill. Anxiety will destroy your body before the miracle comes. Are you hearing what I'm saying? See, let me tell you. Let me tell you. eh? In this life, you will live long and you will be blessed. So just calm down. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So that by the time the blessing comes, your body's not worn out. By the time God blesses you now, you have waist pain. You can't sit in the car. Eh? Because all night you are like this. They say, Sleep. Say, No, what person they sleep for? <laughs> they sleep. You say, Forget sleep. And then, you have been like that for 10 years. And then finally, the car comes. Your waist is not like this. Eh? You can't enter the car. The Bible says, He that believes does not make haste. There is a level of his that is not in our life. When people say, "When do you think this is going to happen?" Just tell them. Spiritual laws have been set in motion, My answer is here. Wow. Hallelujah. Wow. glory to God. Hallelujah. Are you still here? Yes, so, so look at that scripture again. Every word you send is on a mission. Look at this. You know when I said, "Don't come, this is an example, when I said, um, "Obina come." That's a word sent. What did he accomplish? He came. If I said, Gideon, come, what was that? That's a word sent. Now look at this, right? I want Gideon to come. Okay? It's an example. See where you are. So I want Gideon to come. And then I'm busy describing Obina. But I say, In my mind, in my mind, oh, in my mind of mind. Is Gideon I really want? And then I'm I'm describing Obina, right? What's the color of your shirt? Is this orange or what? Orange, okay. It's got an orange shirt. Okay, it's got black shoes. He's dark. And you're like, why is Gideon not coming? No, I'm not calling Gideon. I'm describing Obina. In life, you are not permitted to have what you describe. You're permitted to have what you call forth. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You can't be describing your past and expect to walk into your future. You know, someone I'm mentoring <laughs> and, uh, and I've been working with the person in a couple of days. The person says this and I say, what does the word say about that? Because we can get so used to putting ourselves down. We can get so used to saying what is normal. Listen, what is normal would destroy us. What is normal will ruin us. We say what we want to see. Praise God. Have a confession for your husband. Have a confession for your wife. Say, my wife is a fruitful vine. My children are around my table. My wife is blessed. My husband loves me. Keep saying those words. Keep saying those words. Have a confession for your children. I oh, children, you people will not kill me. You will not kill me. Yes, they will kill you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I know you are angry. But say great is your peace because you are taught of the Lord. Great is your peace because you are taught of the Lord. Are you hearing what I'm saying? There are things you shouldn't say about your children. It's obvious. It's obvious. It's obvious. But we don't say the obvious. We superimpose truths on what is obvious. Are you still here? Thank you, Lord. So, whatever you're believing God for, right? When you go back home today, set in motion the Lord's. Look at those things. I don't say, I am believing God for. Set in motion. Start calling those things forth. In the name of Jesus, I am healed. In the name of Jesus, I am blessed. In Jesus' name, I am fruitful. In Jesus' name, I believe. I receive this. And you stay on that confession. It's like if you have dogs, right? If you have dogs and you're calling the dog, you know the name of the dog, alright? You know the name of the dog. And you're calling the dog and the dog is not showing forth. What do you do? Do you stop? Stopping doesn't mean it will come forth. What do you do? You keep calling. That's how you do You keep speaking the word until the answers show forth. Praise God. Let's look at two things here. Look at Matthew chapter 14 and verse thirty. Matthew chapter 14 and verse 30. Thank you, Lord. We're back here tomorrow. We'll continue. Soon I'll show you something here and then we're going to pick up from here tomorrow. Matthew chapter 14 and verse 30. Thank you, Lord. You know when Jesus, Peter, Peter saw Jesus? Jesus said he should come. All right? Verse. Verse 27. But immediately Jesus spoke to them saying, take courage, it's I, do not be afraid. You know, sometimes when we look at it, maybe I'm going to end here because of time and then we'll continue tomorrow. But you know, when we read about the disciples, we think that men forget Peter. Peter was a spiritual man. We're talk, we are, we are talking Peter. Peter, you know Peter. <laughs> the guys were fearful. I mean, imagine Jesus saying, let's go over to the other side. The guys sat on, on the canoe and then they saw somebody walking on the water coming. I mean, these guys, they almost... Look at it. Let's read. Let's, let's go up. Huh? Verse 25. And in the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea. I know Jesus is very funny. How do you, how do you around 3 a.m., you are now walking on water to go and meet your people and you want them not to be afraid? <laughs> and Jesus is a funny master. Say, let's go back to the other side. I'm going to pray. They are now praying, 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 praying. They are now around three years. You now stroll on the water. <laughs> Look at this. And in the fourth quarter of the night, he came to them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, It's a ghost. And they cried out in fear. Twelve apostles. <laughs> you know, Peter was married. Mother in law. He cried out. I mean, you think that these apostles have been with Jesus? They were they had cast out the like guys, they were scared. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Take courage, it is I do not be afraid. That means they were without courage. Peter said to him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. (laughs) I saw the other guys, they say, Peter. (laughs) Everything you will talk, everything you will talk. Go, go. You know, sometimes in life, if you don't take risk, you won't make success. Yeah. yeah, so Peter, Peter, Peter. and he said, come. Peter got out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. You know what I want to tell you tonight? You're already afraid. You're already in the boat. The ghost is already walking. Why not take a step of faith? Hmm? Sickness is in your body. Why not take a step of faith of healing? You're already poor. You can't, there's no way to go after being poor. You're there. I mean, why not believe that God wants to prosper you? I mean, you don't have. So what else? Instead of farming association of non-harvest, already, we already don't have, we're already broke. Why not put your faith to work? Are you hearing what I'm saying? You already don't have anybody to help you. Why don't you just trust God? There was a statement Gora Copeland made many years ago and it changed my life. He says, What would happen in your life if you start believing from today that you will experience the goodness of God? So what would happen? Your life would change. But let's read this and I'll close. But seeing the wind, you know, and he said, Come. And Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came toward Jesus. So Peter was working on the water. <laughs> I'm sure the other devil was saying, Man, Peter. But seeing the wind, he became frightened, and he began to sink. He cried out, "Lord, save me!" What made Peter to begin to sink? He took his eyes off Jesus, because now, right? Obi, now come again, right? So you are going to be Peter. I'll be Jesus. I want to be very positive in all my examples. (laughs) So, he's Peter Right? And then I tell him to come Go that way, right? And I tell him to come, so if he's coming to me Walk towards me, he's obviously looking at me Right? But then the Bible said Seeing the waves So what happened there? What happened there? He changed what he was looking at Now, when he changed the direction of what he was looking at What got into him? Fear When he kept his eyes on Jesus, what was in his heart? Faith. So somebody say, oh pastor, I don't have faith. Next question is, what are you looking at? If you look at the word, you will have faith. If you look at the sickness, you will have fear. If you look at the word, you will have faith. If you look at your bank accounts, you will have fear. So fear is a product of what you are looking at. Glory to God. Thank you. Go sit down. So Jesus, he cried out. He says, Lord, save me. <laughs> this one is not a confession of faith. And thank God for his mercy. That certain times, even in our unfaithfulness, God remains faithful. Sometimes where our faith cannot even carry us and we cry out to him, Father, help me. He shows up and he helps us. Amen. Now go to Mark chapter 4. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Mark chapter 4 and then we we'll begin to pray. Thank you, Lord. Mark chapter 4. Go to verse... Thirty-five. L- look at verse thirty-five, Mark chapter four. Okay, look at the response of Jesus. Right? Quickly, don't miss this. Look at the response of Jesus and the response of Peter to the waves. Mark 4.35 On that day, when evening came, he said to them, Let's go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd, he took him along with them in the boat, just as he was, and all the boats were with him. And there arose a fierce gale of wind. And the wee- waves were breaking over the boat, so much that the boat was already filling up. This was, this was tense. It was not just a ghost they saw. It was not just waves. Water was almost filling up the boats. Jesus himself was in the stand asleep on the cushion. And they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? <laughs> and he got up and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Look at, hush, be still. And the wind died down and it became perfectly calm. And he said to them, why are you afraid? How is it that you have no faith? they became very much afraid and said to one another, who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? Can you see different response? Hey, did you see that? Peter saw the waves and got into fear. Jesus saw the waves. What did Jesus say? Peace be still. When you see the waves, what do you say? You speak peace. Let me step on the keyboard. When you see the waves, what you see is not what you say. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Listen, saints, listen, listen. It doesn't matter how thick the waves are, it doesn't matter how <clears throat> swallowed up the waves are, it, it doesn't matter how boisterous it is right now. You speak peace. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You get up and speak to your body. You get up and speak to your finances. You get up and speak to that situation. And you turn it around. Your past doesn't define you. Your mistakes doesn't define you. Every time the voice of your mistake comes up, you tell yourself, no, no, that's not who I am. That person is dead with Christ. I am a new creature. I am a royal priesthood. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's stand on our feet. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Shumra de castovarania. Oh, Shabra de Basto says ifere debases in a man. Shumbre de 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 debaradada. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you Jesus Thank you Father There's this thing about Something like One purse coming out of your ears Something like one purse Just Just a bit of it God wants to heal you tonight If you're here just put your hands on that ears Something like purse coming out Thank you Father Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Just come quickly, I lay my hands on you. It's just the healing power of God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank, you Lord. thank you, Jesus. Heal Jesus. I shall have I shall have what what I decree what I decree Yes, I believe Yes, I believe it belongs to me It belongs to me I shall have I shall have what I decree. What I decree. Yes, I believe. Yes, I believe. It belongs to me. It belongs. So I'm gonna speak into the atmosphere. Whatever God has declared, just speak it. Speak into the atmosphere. I shall have, well, God is I, I shall have what I God. decree, Will I have it? what Will I, I decree, have it? Will I have it? yes I believe, you, yes I believe, it belongs to me. It belongs Come on, lay your hands on yourself and say, "I shall have, I shall have what I decree, what I decree." Thank you, Lord. Yes, I believe. Yes, I believe it belongs to me. So I'm gonna speak to the atmosphere. Whatever God has declared, just speak it into the atmosphere. Speak into the atmosphere. Let's say this everyone say in the name of Jesus. Say one more time, say in the name of Jesus My future is bright God's plan is working in my life I'm working in victory I'm working in hell Say, say I'm working in victory I'm working in hell God's plan is at work in my life Hallelujah We can have what we say I said we can have what we say We're no longer describing our situations we are speaking our future speaking. we are speaking our future speaking. we are declaring speaking. our future hallelujah go ahead and say some things over here say, say some things over here proclaim some things yeah. over here Lord Jesus Christ. I thank you for miracles, for signs, and for wonders taking place already in this congregation. Father God, let there be rapid angelic ministrations over the life of your people. Let there be speedy answers. As, as, As we set the law of words in motion, we speak increase. The devil will not act with you, you will excel, you will prosper. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. We will give Jesus a mighty hand clap. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Let's have our seat, please. Please let's put our hands up past for Pastor. Thank you, sir. All right we know our meeting continues tomorrow 6pm let's get people here let's get the place filled i know